Nate the Great and the Pillowcase by Marjorie Weinman Charmet and Rosalind Weinman. I, Nate the Great, am a sleepy detective. My dog, Sludge, is a sleepy dog. We have just finished a sleepy case. It started a few hours ago. It was two o'clock in the morning. I was not busy. I was sleeping. Sludge was sleeping. Suddenly, the telephone rang. It woke us up. Who could be calling me in the middle of the night? Hello, I yawned. It was Rosamond. A pillowcase is missing, she said. Can you help me find it? No, I said, and I hung up. The telephone rang again. I answered it. Sleep on another pillowcase, I said. It's not my pillowcase, Rosamond said. It belongs to Big Hex. Your cat has a pillowcase? Of course, Rosamond said. I yawned. You want me to get up for my sleep to look for a cat's pillowcase? Yes, I thought Big Hex could sleep without it, but he keeps pacing up and down, up and down, up and down. Doesn't he have a pillow to sleep on? Of course. That's why he needs the pillowcase. Rosamond was strange in the daytime, but she was even more strange at night. I knew that she would not let me sleep. I will take your pillowcase case, I said. I put on my bathrobe and slippers. I wrote a note to my mother. Dear Mother, I know you are asleep. I wish I were. I am looking for a pillowcase instead of sleeping on one. I will be back. Love, Nate the Great. Sludge and I went out into the night. It was damp, dark, dreary, and shivery. We hurried to Rosamond's house. Rosamond looked sleepy and strange, but not in that order. Her four cats were there. Plain Hex, Little Hex, and Super Hex were asleep. Big Hex was pacing up and down. I said, what does his pillowcase look like? It's beautiful, Rosamond said. I made it myself. I made four of them, one for each cat, all the same. White with holes around the open end and a pretty ribbon through the holes. See? Rosamond pointed to her sleeping cats. Big Hex's pillowcase looks exactly like theirs, I asked. Oh no, Big Hex likes to play with his case. So now it's slashed and shredded. I keep washing it, so it's also shrunken and shriveled. And he chewed up the ribbon, so that's gone. Let me get this straight. The missing pillowcase is slashed and shredded, shrunken and shriveled, and it has holes around one end. And you want it back. Rosamond smiled. Yes, Big Hex just loves it. When was the last time you saw it? This afternoon, I washed all my cat's things. I had four laundry bags full, one for each cat. I even washed the bags. Then I hung everything out to dry. Did you hang four pillowcases? Of course, Rosamond said, one for each cat. Then Annie came over with Fang. I told her this was my big laundry day for pets. So we undressed Fang and I washed his sweater and neck bandana. Then I hung them out to dry. Then what? When everything was dry, I put it all in my laundry basket. Were the four pillowcases there? Yes. Then what? I brought the basket into my house and dumped everything on my bed. Then Annie and I tried to dress Fang in his nice, clean clothes. Well, that's the last time I'll ever try to dress that dog. What happened? Fang growled at me. He showed every one of his teeth. I ran out of the room. Then I yelled to Annie to take Fang's clothes home and to take Fang with them. 
And that's what she did. Did you go back to your laundry after that? No, my cats were hungry, so I fed them. Then I read to my cats. You read to your cats? Fifteen minutes each day. When did you get back to your laundry? Just before I went to bed. I looked for the night things. The pillowcases and nightshirts. That's when I found out that Big Hex's pillowcase was missing, and one of Little Hex's nightshirts. You are missing the pillowcase and a nightshirt? No, I know where the nightshirt is. Annie took it by mistake. I think she just grabbed stuff in her arms when she left. Aha! Perhaps Annie took Big Hex's pillowcase by mistake. No, Rosamond said. I called her before I called you. You woke her, too? Well, I found out that she has Little Hex's nightshirt, but she doesn't have the pillowcase. See what a good detective I am? I, Nate the Great, yawned. Since you are such a good detective, solve this case, I said. Sludge and I are going back to sleep. Wait, Rosamond said. I'm not a great detective. You solved this case. Perhaps your pillowcase is still in this room, or you lost it between the clothesline and this room. Sludge and I will look. Sludge and I looked inside. And outside. No luck. I said, tell me, has anyone else been in this room? Only Annie and Fang and my cats. Very well. I must go to Annie's house. Call her and tell her I'm coming. Sludge and I went out into the night. It was colder than before. I wrapped my bathrobe tighter around me. I flashed my flashlight on the ground. Perhaps Annie had taken the pillowcase and did not know it. Perhaps she had dropped it between Rosamond's house and her own house. But I did not see it. Annie was waiting inside her house. Fang was waiting, too. He was wearing pajamas and a nightcap. Fang had more clothes than I did. Fang yawned. His teeth had never looked bigger. Annie said, I know why you're here, but I don't have the pillowcase. Here is what happened. Fang and I went over to Rosamond's house. Fang was wearing his neck bandana and the sweater I got him for his birthday. Fang looked very snazzy. But after Rosamond washed and dried his clothes, Fang didn't want to wear them. He growled at Rosamond. She ran out of the room. I stuffed Fang's clothes into a laundry bag, and we left fast. Aha, I said. You were in a hurry. Yes, I even took Little Hex's nightshirt by mistake. I found it when Rosamond called me up. I looked in Rosamond's laundry bag. I saw Fang's sweater and bandana and Little Hex's nightshirt. Tomorrow I'm going to give back the nightshirt and the laundry bag. Could you have also grabbed Big Hex's pillowcase by mistake? Annie shrugged. I don't know. But it's not in the laundry bag now. Did you stop anywhere on the way home? Yes, at Uncle Ned's day and night diner to get some bones for Fang. They save him some of their leftovers. Aha! Something could have dropped out of the laundry bag at the diner, or between Rosamond's house and the diner, or between the diner and your house. What streets did you take to and from the diner? I went the shortest way, Fang led me. All the dogs know the shortest way. Sludge wagged his tail. He liked the diner. I thanked Annie for her help. Then Sludge and I walked out into the night. It seemed colder and darker. To the diner, I said to Sludge. Sludge led the way. I flashed my flashlight. I did not see the pillowcase. Sludge and I went inside. The man behind the counter looked down at Sludge. He said, every dog in town must have been in here today, but lucky you, I have a big bone left. 
Sludge was a happy dog. I saw pancakes on the menu. I was an unhappy detective. I had no money. But I spoke up. I am Nate the Great. Ned knows me. I would like five pancakes and some clues. I will pay you tomorrow. Right now I am looking for a cat's pillowcase. The man smiled and turned away. He started to make the pancakes. I saw a white cloth sticking out of his back pocket. Hmm. I peered over the counter to take a closer look, but the man grabbed the cloth and wiped the counter with it. The cloth was small and shredded, and it had plenty of holes. Was this the pillowcase? Was the case solved? The man put a plate of pancakes in front of me. I ate and thought. Annie must have taken the pillowcase by mistake and stuffed it into the laundry bag. When she stopped at the diner, the pillowcase fell out. After Annie and Fang left, the man saw the pillowcase and thought it was a rag. I, Nate the Great, had to be sure. I had to get that rag. The man stuffed it back into his pocket. Then he bent over. So did I, Nate the Great. I reached for the rag. I pulled it out of his pocket. I spread it out. I tried to open it up. It wouldn't open. It was not a pillowcase. It was just a rag. I stuffed it back into the man's pocket. It was time to leave, but Sludge had not finished his bone. Do you have a doggy bag, I asked. The man handed me a bag. I put the bone in the bag. You can finish your bone at home, I said to Sludge. Sludge and I went out into the night. Now we must walk the streets between the diner and Rosamond's house, I said. Lead the way. Sludge and I walked and walked. I did not see the pillowcase. I saw newspapers being delivered. I heard the clinking of milk bottles. I saw the sun coming up. The moon is going down and the sun is coming up and I still have not solved this case, I said. Sludge was sniffing the doggy bag. Suddenly he put his teeth into it. Crunch! He ripped the bag and grabbed the bone. Was Sludge hungry or was he trying to tell me something? Where was the pillowcase? We could not find it at Rosamond's house. It was not in the laundry bag that Annie took home. We could not find it on the streets or in the diner. Perhaps there was something Rosamond and Annie had not told me. But they had told me the same story about what had happened at Rosamond's house. Except for one small thing. Suddenly I knew that Rosamond and Annie had both been wrong. Come, I said to Sludge. Sludge and I rushed back to Annie's house. It was hard to do. My bed slippers were wearing out. Annie was still awake. I was glad about that. Fang was fast asleep. I was glad about that, too. I, Nate the Great, know where the pillowcase is, I said. You have it. No, I don't, Annie said. It's not in the laundry bag. I, Nate the Great, say that is because it is the laundry bag. You were in a hurry when you left Rosamond's house. You grabbed what you thought was a laundry bag. Well, it looked like one, Annie said. It was open on one end, and it had holes around the end, except the rope was missing from the holes. The holes were for a ribbon, I said. The holes were for a ribbon, I said, but that does not matter. Please show it to me. Annie ran out of the room. She came back holding up something white, slashed, shredded, shrunken, and shriveled, and full of holes at one end. That is Big Hex's pillowcase, I said. I was so busy thinking about the things you carried from Rosamond's house that I did not think about what you carried them in. When Sludge went after his bone inside a bag tonight, he only cared about the bone. 
not what the bone was in. Sludge and I were thinking alike. Sludge wagged his tail. We were thinking wrong. Sludge slunk. But how did you know that the laundry bag wasn't really a laundry bag? Annie asked. I, Nate the Great, smiled. Rosamond thought you took the laundry in your arms, but you told me that you took it in a laundry bag. So why wasn't Rosamond missing a laundry bag? Because you never took one. Annie was staring at the pillowcase. Big Hex sleeps on this, she said. It's ugly. Annie tossed the pillowcase to me. My Fang would never sleep on anything so ugly. Fang heard his name. He woke up. He sniffed the ripped doggy bag. Pleasant dreams, I said. Sludge and I walked to Rosamond's house, slowly. I now had holes on the bottoms of both slippers. This case is over, I said to Sludge. Now Big Hex can go to sleep. You can go to sleep. I can go to sleep. I rang Rosamond's doorbell. I waited. I rang it again. I waited. At last, the door opened. Rosamond was standing there, yawning. You woke me up, she said. I, Nate the Great, have solved your case. I held up the pillowcase. Annie took this by mistake. She thought it was a laundry bag. Rosamond grabbed the pillowcase. Thanks. Big Hex will get a good night's sleep tomorrow night. What about now? Oh, he got tired of pacing. He's been sleeping since you left the house. Nighty-night, Nate. Rosamond slammed the door. I, Nate the Great, was mad, but I was glad that the case was over. Sludge and I went home. We went to bed. It felt good. The telephone rang. I, Nate the Great, answered it. I knew exactly what to say. Wrong number. And that's the end of Nate the Great and the Pillowcase. This book was read at the studios of the Connecticut Radio Information System.